the righteousness of faith. Father, we have come before you this time to receive from you insight and revelation into who you are and who our Savior, our Lord, our High Priest Jesus is, who he is for us, who he is to us, who we are in his image and likeness as you've created us, and who he is to us and what he does for us. Jesus as our high priest, Jesus as our king, Jesus as our Lord. And we thank you for it and we receive from your word now as we go through it. Open with me to the book of Hebrews chapter 1. Now, put these thoughts into your mind as we go through this. This is how we're looking at this. Jesus is the high priest of our profession, our confession. The word profession or confession comes from the Greek word that means we say what he says. It's saying the same thing. Jesus is the high priest of your confession of faith. Jesus, the preacher of righteousness. Jesus, the king of of righteousness. Jesus, the giver of rest and comfort. Jesus, the king of peace and the king of prosperity. We're going to make our way through Hebrews chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3, and chapter 4, and we're going to see this open up right before our eyes as the Holy Spirit leads us and guides us into all truth. The great teacher, the Holy Spirit, open the eyes of your understanding and give you light. Open up your heart. Soften it to hear. Believe what you're hearing from His Word, not just what I'm saying. That's not good enough. You need to believe it because you know it, that He said it to you, and He's showing you in His Word word in his scriptures. I'm just going to point some things out to you and he's going to speak to your heart and the result is going to be you're going to have a revelation of the identity of Jesus and who he is. You're going to have a revelation of who you are and what you can do and you are going to apply this to your life and you are going to live on a greater plane of success and greatness as a member of the body of Christ than you ever have before. Jesus is your king. Now, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1, God, who at sundry times or at separate times and in different manners, different ways, spoke in times past unto the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things. Heir of all things? Do you know that according to the book of Romans, you are an heir of God the Father and a joint heir with Jesus the Son? He has been appointed heir of all things. He promised Abraham and his seed that they would inherit the entire world. Heir of the world. Hallelujah. It says that in Romans, and it says that in Genesis. 
he has in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. He made the worlds by his Son. Who's his Son? His Son is Jesus. The Word of God manifested into a man, living as a man, and forever will be a man, the new man, the resurrected man, the head the, of the body of the new creation, which is the church. That's who Jesus is. Verse 3, who being the brightness of his glory, the brightness of the Father's glory, and the express image of his person, the express image, image of his person. Jesus is the brightness, the radiance of the glory of the Father, and he is the express image. That word express image, wow, that is good. <laughs> the Greek word translated express image is character in the Greek. C-H-A-R-A-K-T E-R, character. That's how they spell it, for phonetic reasons. And it means the exact expression, the precise reproduction in every respect. Exact copy, exact representation. The Young's Literal translates it impress. He's the express image. The Lord expressed his word, Mary received it, and there was an impression made, a stamp, an exact copy of the Father into a human vessel prepared in the womb of a virgin. Hallelujah. Well, look at you. Who are you? You are made and created in Christ Jesus in righteousness and true holiness, in the image and the likeness of Jesus, who is the exact character and copy of the Father into a man. Hallelujah. Now look at this. He's the brightness of his glory, the express image of his person, of his person, of his essence, of his substance, of his very nature, of who he is, what he is. Hallelujah. And upholding all things by the word of his power. He's upholding. The Amplified Bible says, upholding, maintaining, guiding, and propelling all things by the word of his power. Wow. Wow. All things by the word of his power. The word, the word, not just the word, meaning the word itself, but the spoken word, the utterance of his power. The Thayers says, by the living voice of his power or the living voice of his might. Hallelujah. <laughs> so do you. So do I for our personal life and our personal living. We uphold all things in our life, 
that he gave unto us, everything that he put into our hands to do, everything that we are responsible for with the word of his power, with the utterance of his power, with his words spoken to you, believed in your heart. His words spoken to you, believed in your heart, released with your mouth, will release his power to uphold all things in your life, maintain all things in your life, guide all things in your life, propel all things in your life. Do you have some things that need maintaining so they don't go backwards, so they don't regress? Do you have an area in your life that you would like to progress or propel or launch forward? Well, I'm telling you, if you will get into his presence and hear his word and get a living voice spoken into your heart by the power of the Holy Spirit and you believe it in your heart and you release it with your mouth, it'll release the power to do such. Whoa, think on that. So, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high, purged our sins. Well, what does that mean? Well, when sin was purged, he simultaneously made us his righteousness. You, by faith, when you receive the purging and the cleansing of sin and you receive the new nature of the Lord Jesus Christ into your very innermost being, when he took that old stony heart out and he took that old dead spirit out and he put a brand new heart in you, a soft, pliable heart that can hear his voice and follow him. When he put a brand new spirit in you, created in righteousness and true holiness, he sat down on the right hand of the majesty, on high. He purged your sins. That means you have been made the very righteousness of the Father himself in Christ Jesus, and that's now who you are. You're walking in fellowship with him. You're walking in step with him. You can hear his voice. You're going the same direction he's going, and through the living voice of his might coming into you, believed in your heart that's now not soft and new, and coming out of your mouth by faith and conviction, expecting results, Oh, hallelujah, you're upholding all things. You're guiding your life. You're purging every sin that tries to attach itself to you. Every temptation you can shut down and you can live the high life because you've been raised up to sit together with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Whoa. Whoa. You represent Jesus on the earth. And he represents you in heaven. You're in him. Hallelujah. He's in you. And we are made perfect, complete in one. Righteousness. You're walking in fellowship with him. You're walking in step with him. His spoken word coming out of your mouth is making everything in your life right. It's correcting things. It's aligning things. It's aligning your thinking. It's aligning your heart. It's aligning your family. It's aligning your, your financial affairs. It's aligning your desires and causing all things to be made new. Whoa. Jesus being made so much better than the angels as he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. An excellent name. The name. 
the name of the Father, the name of the Lord was given unto Jesus. Hallelujah. The book of Philippians and Isaiah tell us that the Father gave Jesus his name so that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is Lord. Well, up until that time, Lord meant the Father. Capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. Who's Lord? He's the one that appeared unto Moses at the burning bush and said, My name is I am that I am. Or as we would say in other ways, uh, Jehovah or yud heh vav or Yahweh, whatever you want to say. The Jews say Hashem, the name. That's the more excellent name. So when you say the name of Jesus, when you speak the name of Jesus, when you do things in the name of Jesus, the name of the Lord Father God himself is invested in that name. All those redemptive names. He is your king. He's your king of righteousness. He's your peace. He's your prosperity. He's your canopy. He's your victory. He's your savior. He's always with you. He's your healer. He's your shepherd. I'm telling you, he is your righteousness. He's your sanctification. And he is your redemption. He is your wisdom. He is the knowledge. He is the guider of your life. He'll make all things new as you allow him to. I'm telling you, he has a more excellent name. And he said, if you ask anything, if you demand anything, if you require anything in his name, in that name, the name of who he's named, he'll do it. And the father will get the glory in the son. Hallelujah. Verse five, for unto which of the angels did he say at any time, thou art my son. This day have I begotten or given birth to thee. And again, I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son again. Again, Jesus died. He died. He died. He went to hell. He paid the penalty. He was dead. Not only did his body die, he died and went to hell just like any person that is dead and doesn't receive Jesus, would go to hell. But he did so much more. Death couldn't hold him down. He wasn't supposed to be there. Legally, he went there on a mission. He took the death of the human fallen race, the fallen Adam, the fallen man, and all of his family. He took that to the uttermost end and took that curse and took that sin and took that disease and all the poverty on himself just like a scapegoat and instead of going out into the wilderness to die like they did with the scapegoat he went to the pit of hell itself and he went there and he dumped all that curse there and he rose from the dead by the glory of God the Father by the anointing of the Holy Spirit stripping Satan and everything he stole from Adam everything he stole from Adam's family which means you and now you have the right, you have the privilege, you have the authority to receive everything that Adam had, everything beyond that that Jesus got for us. It's yours if you'd only believe it. You are his son also, glory to God. Verse 6, and again when he brings in the firstborn, firstborn, first begotten into the world, he says, let all the angels of God worship him. Let all the angels of God worship the firstborn. And if you notice, we're going to get a little later, let all the angels of God minister for all the born after the firstborn. Are you a believer? 
Are you born again, born up from above, born of the word, born of the spirit, born from the father of spirits himself? Then the angels of God minister for you. Angels hearken to the voice, the spoken word of God in your mouth. Verse 7, and of the angels he says, who makes his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire. But unto the Son, he says, the Father says to the Son, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. The Father just called Jesus God. Jesus is a man. The resurrected man, the new man. He's God from God into a man, took on flesh, dwelt among us, died, went to the hell, resurrected from the dead, put on a glorified body, and forever will be the new man, the last Adam, the last man, Christ Jesus, the anointed one of the Father himself. And we are his body. We are his sons. We are of the household of faith. Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. It's not going to end. Never. And look at this. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. Righteousness is the scepter of the kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ, and he has a throne. The Bible tells us in the Psalms and in the Proverbs about the throne, and that righteousness is the habitation of his throne, that his throne is backed by righteousness and judgment and justice. Hallelujah. Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever a scepter of righteousness. He's a king. He's a king, the king of righteousness. We're going to get to that later, but he's the king of the righteousness, and he's got a scepter of righteousness. And Romans chapter 5 says, if you receive, I'm talking to you that are listening, if you receive the abundance of his grace and the free gift of his righteousness unto yourself, you will reign, you will rule in life as a king. You can rule your life with the scepter of righteousness. It's the scepter of thy kingdom, he says. And Jesus said unto you, unto me, he said, the kingdom of God is not over there. It's not over there. It's not going to be seen here, there, and everywhere. It's the kingdom of God which is in you. Let that righteousness flow out of you. Live from righteousness. Live in righteousness. I know you're understanding what I'm saying because you understand what the righteousness of God means and what it means to you. It's right. It's right. It's walking in the same direction the Father's going. It's thinking the same direction the Father's thinking. It's thinking his thoughts. It's walking his ways. It's doing his desires. It's asking what he asks you to ask. It's expecting his goodness in your life. I'm telling you, he said to Jesus, you have loved righteousness and hated iniquity. See the contrast? You love righteousness and hate iniquity. He purged your your sins, and he made you righteousness. Therefore, God, even thy God, has anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. And thou, Lord, Lord, 
He's calling Jesus Lord. The I am in the beginning has laid the foundation of the earth and the heavens are the work of thine hands. Glory to God. Jesus created the heavens and the earth. <laughs> Jesus, the word of God. In the beginning was the word. Hallelujah. First John chapter 5 tells us that there's the Father, the Word, and the Spirit. John chapter 1 tells us that in the beginning was the Word, and all things were created by the Word, and the Word is God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us as a man, as the only begotten God. <laughs> wow. Hallelujah. Colossians chapter 1 tells us, that all things were made by him. And he's the firstborn of the new creation. The firstborn of the new man creation, the new heavens creation, and the new earth creation, which are yet to come. Wow. And we know that because he says, they shall perish, but you remain. And they all wax old as does a garment, and as a vesture, like a piece of clothing, Jesus, you're going to fold them up and they shall be changed. But you are the same and your years will not fail. Hallelujah. Are you getting this? The son, the king is Jesus. I am, you are a son, a king, his body member, an everlasting throne and he rules with righteousness. Oh yes. The righteousness which is of faith must Speak to rule with righteousness. Jesus preaches the righteousness of faith. That's what he's saying to you. Hallelujah. Just like Noah was called a preacher of righteousness in Second Peter chapter 2, verse 5. Just like Noah, his name means rest and a giver of comfort. Melchizedek, the king of righteousness, the king of peace, the high priest of God, Jesus, has been made a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. He is your king. He is the king, the king of righteousness, king righteousness. And as a declaration, you can say, my king is righteousness. Believe it, receive it, and experience the love of the king flow into you today. So be it. Remember, the righteous by faith shall live.